Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Before we get to making sales, the one thing that we've got to nail and get absolutely right, okay, as I said to you guys before, is our brand. What does our brand represent? Are we a Primark or are we a Versace? Or are we somewhere in the middle? And if you look at construction and you look at somebody in this space that's done really well, and there isn't a many unicorns like this that I can think of, a Charlie Mullins is a prime example. Pimlico Plumbers. Charlie Mullins was the most expensive plumber out there, okay, and sold his business for 140 million because he was the most expensive. Yeah, he was the most expensive. And he sold himself to celebrities and he was a PR genius and a personal branding genius because he's got lots to say. He's outspoken. His company brand was everywhere. He got himself in newspapers, on the news, all over London. He got his name about. And he got his name about by talking out, well, being very opinionated on things that he was, um, you know, felt strongly about. That got him in the press. And, you know, if you came to the Millionaire Mastermind event, you would have heard what he said around, um, you know, uh, people say, can you afford to have a PR company? Can you afford not to have a PR company? If nobody knew who Charlie Mullins was, if nobody knew who Pimlico were, okay, then they aren't going to give you £5,000 for a boiler change. They weren't going to pay three, £400 an hour for a repairman to come into the property. They're doing that because of the brand. Yeah, you guys are sat here because of my brand, because of where I've put myself, because of the name that I've created, because I've put myself out there by the things that I've done. You've paid me for that reason. Yeah, so you've got to get known. Number one is you've got to get attention. Yeah, you want to write that down. You've got to get attention. You've got to get known. Then understand who it is that you're going to serve and pitch your product at that point in the market. Now, there's thousands of tradespeople in construction, right? There's thousands and thousands and thousands of them. So if everybody's fighting for the um, low to mid-range business, who are the ones winning the top business? And why are they winning the top business? Because the best way to make money and build a profitable business is to go after high ticket and high margin. You want to go after high ticket and high margin. But then you're always, but then you're always thinking, and there's this stigma attached to, but what are people prepared to pay? Yeah? How much are people prepared to pay? Everybody wants it cheap, or everybody wants to look for the best deal. Okay, but do they? Do they really? Because I've just told you that the richest man in the world is a guy that sells luxury goods. So the 1% that can afford his product, okay, or the 1% that you believe could afford his product, um, is such a small portion of the total population. But what does somebody like a Louis Vuitton or a Gucci do very, very well? They price their products in the right place. They get the brand associated with top brands. Then everybody that's a tier below really being able to afford that product does whatever they can to buy that product. Does that make sense? 
yeah? How many people go into debt to be able to get a better car to have a better brand? How many people go into debt to be able to go to a better place on holiday? You know, to be able to provide toys and things for their kids so they can keep up, keeping up with the Kardashians, yeah? I was about to say keeping up with the Joneses, but keeping up with the Kardashians is literally what everyone's trying to do. Yeah, because Kardashians have a brand and every single um, young teenage girl wants to be like the Kardashians or a lot of them do, right? So they're willing to put it on the line um, to buy anything they can to associate with that brand. Now, Charlie Mullins told me that it became fashionable to use Pimlico. It became fashionable in London to use Pimlico. You know, you go into London and you see Charlie Mullins, the Pimlico vans now, they still look shit hot, right? They just look top quality. They don't look like a tradesman's designed some logos from his local sign company and whacked them on the van. They look top fucking quality, yeah? I'm still impressed when I go in there and see them. And now I'm, I'm stressing this point because it's really important to understand without these building blocks in place, you can never get to a position where you're selling a premium product because every step along the journey is what creates the experience that the customer is buying. The customer is not buying from you the product yeah, or the installation. They're buying the company that does it. They're buying the company that does the service, that delivers the service. The solar panels are buyer to buyer, the boilers are the boilers, the bricks are the bricks, the fencing is the fencing, okay? It's all, anyone can do it. Anyone can do any one of your jobs. You are not special at the delivery of the work, okay? Anyone can do it, right? A guy in his banged up old van can come around and match your quality and, um, and anyone can do your job. Yeah, in the trade to a decent level. So you can't win on quality of work. Wake up call. You won't win on quality of work. That will never set you aside. That will never stand you out. That is not unique enough and it's not different enough. Okay, the bit that you can win on is brand. The bit that people will identify to is brand. The people that will come and work for you is brand. The reason, okay, that you will go, and I've given you this analogy in the past before, to Starbucks, and you will pay them five times the amount you'd pay a local coffee is why? Brand. Brand. If I asked you for five pounds for this coffee, you would laugh me out the room, right? Yeah. There was no way you would give me five pounds for this coffee. Whack a green mermaid on it, or a Costa, you would literally have no problem. Change the color to a purple cup, yeah, whack a lid on it, all of a sudden I've increased my margin by 500%. Now, if you show up at a customer's house like this, there's no way I'm giving you five times the amount. Not a chance, is there? Why would you pay a white van tradesman the same as what you would pay a top um, branded up tradesman? If Pimlico show up and you show up, yeah, and you're in this van and they're in their van, who's getting the business? Yeah? Because Pimlico would never actually probably go to a house that didn't know they could afford to use Pimlico, so their marketing's on point, yeah? Because people don't ring Pimlico if they want a cheap job, do they? Yeah? Nobody rings Pimlico because they want a cheap job. Now, if you are, okay, finding that people are ringing you and they want cheap jobs, 
They don't know who you are. They don't know what your brand represents. You've not done enough branding work. You've done enough delivery work, not enough branding work. They don't know you. Don't ring me, I'm fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, you ring Pimlico and, you, and, you, um, and, and he comes around and gives you a quote and you say, um, that's a bit dear. Yeah, they're kidding themselves, aren't they? It's obvious, look at the fucking van for starters. They gotta be charging a lot to have vans like that. They're top line vans. So making sure that we now start to understand your brand and I want you to go to war on the brand. It's not just about going to war on the sales. What I've taught many of you, or hopefully you've picked up over the last couple of years working with us, okay, is that you need to go to war on sales to get revenue in. Once you start bringing in money, that money needs reinvesting into somewhere else. Okay, and when you get to a point, you need to stop investing. Well, when you get to a point, you need to start to take some of the money that you're proportioning into lead generation and start putting that into branding. Lead gen marketing is the number one priority because you need leads and you need sales. Yeah, leads and sales, leads and sales. Now, branding doesn't pay you immediately. Branding takes time to build. It takes time to build a brand. You aren't going to do it in a month. Yeah, it will take you a few years of consistent hard work getting attention in the right areas to build your brand. But then what you've got to do is you've got to look for strategic opportunities to be able to elevate your brand. Yeah, to be able to take your brand to the next level. Now, what did I do at 25 to take my brand to the next level? Anybody know? went on to The Apprentice. I went there to get known. I knew that 10 million people a week were watching that show. Fast forward six months of me coming off the back and winning that show, everybody knew me. Everybody knew me. And then I went from being a, a, a person that wasn't even on the radar to a person in an industry where everybody was calling me. Everybody wanted to do business with me. They were desperate to get a meeting with me, not the other way around. Yeah, because of how I placed my personal brand and my business brand, and I used a vehicle to take me to the next level. So what vehicles can you use to take you to the next level instantly? Yeah, and you're gonna have to be out of your comfort zone, you're gonna have to do something you've not done before, but you've seen how much that, or you know, the guys that know me well, you'll have seen how much that's been able to change me, the doors that that's been able to open for me, the doors that it continues to open, and now will always open. So where is your big win to be able to take your brand to the next level? Now you've got social media, you've got radio, you've got PR, um, you've got all of these opportunities that you can utilize, but again, what you have to remember is the, the branding work won't pay you back immediately. You're building long-term brand and lead generation is about driving sales in the immediate short term. Does that make sense? But this branding thing is way more important than anyone understands. You know, and you guys have, um, since working with us, you've got fantastic shirts on, your brand is everywhere. Now stage one is starting to get the brand seen. Yeah, getting the brand seen, getting the brand known, have your brand everywhere. Then once people, once you've got attention, then you can start to refine the messaging. 
yeah? Once they know you, then you can start to refine the messaging. So game one, yeah, is to get attention, get known, get seen. Then once you've got known and seen, then you can start to play around with what that brand represents. The back end of 2020, when I was starting to build Trade Mastermind, I was really focused on the potentials of the construction industry. I've gone all in on this for a reason, yeah? Because I saw it as a three to five year play in which I could instigate a message in a market that was going to transform an industry um, to be able to um, turn a, a sleepy industry into something extremely exciting. And one of the things that I was saying very early on uh, in some of the lives and stuff that you may have seen was that um, the construction content market is going to explode. If you get on social now, if you start doing YouTube now, if you start doing TikTok now, okay, your brand is going to build so quickly because there's no competition, because there's no one currently telling the construction industry to do brand work. Now, what you'll have seen on social media is people like, anybody seen two guys called the Bald Builders? Yeah, they've fucking blown up. Yeah, they've stuck to their niche. They don't talk about anything other than building and everything to go with being a builder. They're not trying to preach business to um, the construction market. They're preaching being a builder to builders and all the stuff that builders like to do and banter about and have fun on. Yeah, now their personal brand and their platforms are so big, they're getting sponsorship deals on all of the stuff from the construction industry that's probably way outweighing what they would have made continuing to be a builder. Makes sense? Yeah, and now they've got this brand equity in which they're able to go and dictate sponsorships. They're going to be able to go and um, dictate a whole host of different things that potentially they're going to be able to sell. Now, they're just two standard dudes, right? Okay, but they got into the social game early. And um, there's loads of guys now that are building big followings on TikTok and big followings on YouTube just by sharing the work that they are doing. You know, just by chopping together, installing a boiler, laying a row of bricks, they're getting millions and millions and millions of views. Once you've got the audience, then you can monetize the audience. Yeah, so you've got to look at the um, opportunity that you now have, which is still so early on in this marketplace. And where's a customer go to to check you out? Yeah, they go straight to social media before they go to your website now. I want to look for a business. If I want to look for a person, I'm going to social media. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I went to a website. I find websites too long to go into. Okay, I want a quick answer. Yeah, if I want to get lots and lots of detail about a business, I'll go to their website, but I'll go to their social media first just to see the content to decide on whether I'm going to go to the website. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you've got to, in this um, next period of time, okay, really focus on building the brand. Don't lose the opportunity. You started on the podcast journey, Mick. Your podcast launch date went to fucking number number. I regret dropping. Number 12 in the world in business, we got Mixed Podcast too. We launched Mixed Podcast, I don't know if you guys know, okay, we did a podcast training a little while back. Number one, in, it got to number 12 in the world, don't get left out in the cold. Number 12 in the world in business, we got it to. Up there with all of the titans. 
Yeah, and granted, it's difficult to keep it up and it's dwindled a little bit, but mine does as well at times. Yeah, so you've got to get inspired today and pick it back up. Pick it back up. It's not lost. Yeah, get it going again because you've got an opportunity with that show to do more than just, um, you know, sell to your customers. You can then have all the manufacturers and everybody paying you. Then all of a sudden, your profit in your company skyrockets, right? You're getting paid in way more areas than just one, because there is only a certain amount of margin that you can make on a product, yeah? There's only a certain amount that you can make on a product, but that doesn't prevent you from making more money elsewhere by utilizing the vehicle that you have. Yeah, I'm not just trying to teach you how to sell more products. I'm trying to teach you how to grow your revenues and make more profit. Yeah, and that comes from using all of the assets that you have within your organization to be able to um, uh, do such a thing. Yeah, you've got, you've got your company, your company's got cash flow. You can use that money, buy video equipment, okay? Take, put out content, invest in doing social media. And yes, there is a portion of time where you're gonna see nothing for it. I spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on social media. If you hide behind the business, yeah, and the business isn't even really good at promoting itself, the only way we will get you to grow your sales, and it can be done, so it's not a negative, but just to really lay it down, the only way we can grow your sales is hire more salespeople to do what you're already doing. Does that make sense? So if you're selling a boiler for £2,000, for example, and that's what your brand um, currently justifies charging, okay, then unless that brand increases, yeah, the equity or the value in the market, unless that brand increases, you're not going to be able to charge more doing what you're currently doing, yeah? And so you're only then going to be able to hire more salespeople to sell the same product at the same price. Does that make sense? Because nothing's changed to have a perceived value in the marketplace. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's still plenty of money doing that, okay? And that's exactly what you should do. You know, you've got a product, it makes a margin, grow it by growing the sales. But if you want to grow um, on a much greater level and open up longer-term opportunities that you can't see now, because did you think that when Joe Rogan was sat in his bedroom, okay, doing his podcast. If you look at the earlier days ones, he had any idea that five years later, podcasts would get so popular and he would have sold for 100 million. Do you think he had any idea that that was going to happen? No, is the answer, because who did? And it's doing the work every single day and being excited about the content and the brand work without knowing what the return is. Yeah, we're going to take that one and we're going to scale that one. We're going to take that one to the next level. Does that make sense? Yeah, like Gary said, if just one of you listens to what I'm going to say today, in three years' time, okay, you're going to be giving me some fat commission on the amount you sell your business for. Because it's the brand that's going to get the value. Thank you for listening to the Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets Podcast. If you want to find out how Trade Mastermind can help you further, head to our website, trademastermind.co.uk. And don't forget to like and subscribe.